it is me, the High Priestess Jay, and welcome back to my podcast. Happy New Year, happy 2020. Um, I have not made a podcast in a really long time. 2020, I just used the time to rest and reconfigure and um, mostly, yeah, just rest and like regroup myself but I'm back and today I just want to make a quick podcast about what I personally learned in 2020. So let's get started. The first thing that I learned in 2020 is that it's really important to document your life on paper. So I know a lot of people document their life on Facebook or Instagram or Myself, I prefer to use voice memos, but paper, like writing with your hands, (laughs) is just really good. It's probably one of the best ways to document your life. You can do this in a planner, a journal, um, a, a notebook, because it's really good to just be able to be able to look back on your life or on specific times in your life and gain insight and learn and relearn about yourself. And also it's just fun at the end of the year or whenever you're done writing in that book or whatever it is that you're using to be able to flip through the pages and see all the different emotions you were having, all the different things you went through, all your wins, um, and to reread like your... um, your losses so that you can learn from that. The next thing that I learned is to keep track of personal cycles. And what I mean about personal cycles can mean a lot of things. It can mean your sleep cycles, your health cycles, your periods, your energy cycles, your creativity cycles, friendships, um, and relationships. I know those can get secular, uh, cyclical cyclical, (laughs) excuse me, Um, your hunger cycles and your chores and things of that nature because sometimes our brain doesn't remember um, the exact cycles that we go through or we ourselves don't remember and we might beat ourselves up because we missed something or we think we missed something or we're just like, wow, how did, you know, this one thing get into this state that it's in well keeping track of your cycles really helps with that so this kind of goes with document your life on paper but um it can really help you get into a flow and know when it's time for you to be doing certain things and when it's time for you to not be doing certain things so my biggest cycle that I track is my menstrual cycle and um that really helps me because there are certain parts of my cycle that I don't have a lot of energy and keeping track of my cycle helps me remember, okay, this is a time where my energy is low, so I'm just going to pull back and relax more and just focus more on resting instead of trying to get a bunch of things done when I know it's not time for that or when I know it's not the best time for that. So that's really helpful. If you need help, with your period cycles, let me know because I've been working on that for a little while and I definitely have information to share on that. 
The next lesson that I learned, and this might be the biggest one maybe, but it is to maintain your health, physical and mental health at all costs. Because most people can't help you with your physical and mental health and most people just don't give a damn about your physical and mental health. So in order to do that, of course, you need to be exercising, you need to be doing some type of yoga or stretching, you need to eat good foods, healthy foods, um, save money for later, you know, have a rainy day fund or an emergency fund, um, things of that nature. So when you think about your physical and mental health, to help you with this, you could write like two columns, one for physical and one for mental, and just write down some things that do improve or would help you improve in both of those areas. And so then you need to implement those things because those are what's going to help you maintain or improve your physical and mental health. And those are so very important because a lot of people are losing their minds right now. (laughs) Um, It's not funny. It's very, very true. A lot of people are losing their minds. They're losing themselves. And being stuck inside the house, it is so easy to just let certain things go that you're usually on top of. And if that's not you as a person, then you need to get back on top of it. Another thing that you can do is have a routine in the morning and night and even an evening routine. I'm sorry, even an afternoon routine. Um, I have a morning routine and it's really simple because I don't, I can't do like the 12 step routines anymore that just doesn't fit in with what I'm doing right now Um, but my routine is really simple all I do is wake up say my little things that I say in the morning Um, sometimes I stretch but most of the time I just listen to this playlist that I created on Spotify and that helps me wake up because there are a lot of Um, slow songs on there that kind of like get you into the day and then there's a lot of positive uh, lyrics songs with positive lyrics that I listen to on that playlist and that helps me set the tone for the day and one of the songs that I like to listen to on there is Strength, Courage, and Wisdom by India Ari it's a really good song to listen to in the morning because it has the most positive lyrics and um yeah I'm really glad I found that song actually the fourth thing that I learned in 2020 is to never stop learning like ever okay so last year or maybe it was a couple years ago I was talking with some other hoodoos and we made the prediction that um, hoodoo books and other books about like African culture, history, diaspora, and things of that nature um, might become more expensive as time goes on. And in addition to becoming more expensive, it might be harder for you to find them. And one example of that is there was a book on African spiritual traditions 
and their relation to schizophrenia. And I really wanted to read that. I was in a group and a couple of us wanted to read that because we wanted to learn more about how um, mental health issues are handled in African religious groups and African spiritual groups as opposed to, you know, westernized and American groups. And the only copy that we could find of the book was on Amazon for $2,000. And we felt like that was just ridiculous and preposterous and unfair, but as you may or may not know, scholarly texts do go up in price. Um, When the demand is high, they can be, you know, priced exponentially. They can stop going into print. So things, these things just happen. So if you have the funds to, or the access, Um, Grab those books if you can, Uh, read them, write notes from them. If you own them, you know, put your own notes into them because they're going to be very important for when it's time for us to share this information with the next generation. Because who knows how long TikTok is going to last and I feel like the TikTok witches can't teach you everything. Um, And then also in addition to my never stop learning point is that you don't know everything. I don't know everything. So it's really good and important to look things up, especially for those of us that um, watch a lot of different people on YouTube or take advice from a lot of different spiritual practitioners, or maybe you only have like one or two or maybe you only get your information from certain places, whatever, you still need to look things up and fact check and get your own information and form your own opinion because that is when you're truly learning, not when you're just getting fed information. So use that smartphone and use Google and look things up or use DuckDuckGo or use whatever it is you have, Bing, whatever. Or just go to the library if your library is open and look stuff up, read books. It's really good to learn. And even if you're not reading books, I mean, you can learn a new language. You can learn about a new culture. You can immerse yourself in your occult studies, whatever it is. Just do not stop learning. And my fifth and final point on what I learned in 2020 is most of the media that we engage with is programming. So when I talk about media, I'm talking about TV programs, movies, Netflix movies, music that you hear on the radio, popular songs on TikTok, um, Just anything that probably has been put out since the 1950s or 40s, no, 50s, I'm going to say 50s, has been a little bit of programming or a lot of bit of programming, depending on what you engage with. So mindfulness is really key. It's really important for you to just be aware of what you are engaging with, what you're listening to, what the words are saying, what energy the media is putting you into. Is it making you sad? Is it making you excited? Is it making you remember something that you forgot? 
or is it helping you break through some trauma or is it just traumatizing you like it's really good for you to pay attention to how certain media and all media really makes you feel and how it leaves you when you're done watching it in addition to that i highly suggest that you guys get into etymology (laughs) so i got into the etymology of entertainment which is actually a french word um, with uh, three parts entretain and mon so entre meaning within inside tain uh, is like the word attain so it means to have to hold to keep and mont um, can mean your mental space or it can also mean like a container or in a certain space so basically entertainment is to go within and keep you in a certain mood in a certain space in a certain mindset so whenever you're engaging with entertainment be aware (laughs) that the entertainment created has been created for a specific purpose and you should try and figure out what that purpose is and is the audience you um What's the message supposed to be? What is the entertainment trying to tell you, trying to show you, trying to hint out at you? Okay, because entertainment these past couple of years, actually entertainment this past decade and a half, has been very, very informative if you just pay attention. So when you're watching shows, movies, all that stuff, listening to different musicians and artists, Just be sure to research what you're looking at. So research the time period that the entertainment's taking place. Research the clothing. Research the people in power. Um, I really like looking up character names. So for me, I personally just finished watching Westworld on HBO, which is a sci-fi show about a western world so cowboys and all that stuff i'm not going to give it away but i um i did realize that one of the main characters had a really interesting name and her name is dolores and i don't want to offend anybody named dolores or anybody that knows the name dolores but uh in my studies of spanish i found the word dolor means pain and i was like how ironic would it be if this character's name meant pain or painful woman and I ended up looking it up and that is exactly what the name Dolores means (laughs) it means woman of sorrows lady of sorrows painful female childbirth um pain pained child you know agonized woman any of those combinations of you know discomfort and woman together is what the name Dolores meant and that gave me some insight to the story and so i looked up all the other people's names too and their names also gave me insight into their story and what their character is supposed to be the archetype that they fit with so i just found that way more helpful as i was dissecting and breaking down the media that i was watching because i had that information to give me more context And the last point I want to make about that is that 
you and all of us should kind of strive to reduce our media consumption, especially moving pictures. (laughs) I sound so old when I say that I think it's really funny, but especially moving pictures and music with lyrics because a lot of the music today is just very degrading. It's very violent towards women. It's very affirming of unrequited love and affirming of infidelity and drug abuse and self-destruction and um, just things that are not productive and healing and helpful. So if you can avoid that type of media, that type of music, those types of movies and things of that nature, unless you're watching and engaging with that media with your higher self and your higher mind, you know, breaking it down as you watch it and understanding, oh, this is supposed to do X, Y, and Z. If you can't do that, then I just say reduce your media consumption, you know, stick to some books, (laughs) stick to some books, stick to, you know, if you have to be watching something, why don't you just learn something on YouTube or dive deeper into something that actually interests you or would benefit you, would help improve your career or things of that nature. Because a lot of the stuff that we watch nowadays is programming and it's programming us to do stupid things, to do things that aren't going to help ourselves or our countries, or the other people in our communities. And um, so, like, why engage with that in the first place, right? So that is what I learned in 2020. If you guys want to share what you learned in 2020 with me, that would be awesome. I am going to make a post for this on my social medias and you can comment what you should, what you learned in 2020 if you feel so inclined. I would love to hear. I love when y'all share what you're learning with me when I share what I'm learning with you. It's really cool. And if you would like to get into contact with me, I can be found on Instagram and Twitter at High Priestess J with two H's at the end of high. I can be found on YouTube High Priestess J, and I can be found on Facebook at High Priestess J. And I'm so glad to be back on here. I hope you have a spectacular, spectacular 2021. And let's keep the ball rolling. I'll see you guys on the next, well, I'll talk to you guys on the next podcast. Bye.